Welcome back to 40 Minute Mentor, a podcast brought to you by JBM, a search firm that places executives and future leaders into high growth startups and scale ups. Just 12 months ago, we launched a brand new service offering called JBM SOS, a fast and flexible talent solution where founders and VCs tap into an exclusive pool of scale up operators to plug urgent leadership gaps on an interim or fractional basis, all while de risking senior hiring. SOS has placed over 50 leaders into some of the fastest growing firms, and the service is in demand more than ever before. So if you're a founder or VC that needs top talent quickly, or a scale-up operator interested in high-impact roles, please reach out today at info at jbmc.co.uk. We would love to hear from you. But before you do that, let me introduce you to today's 40-minute mentor. Alex Stephanie, the founder and CEO of Beam, joined me again as we look back on the last couple of years since he came on the pod and how he's scaled the Beam team ever since. If you haven't heard of Beam, they're an award-winning tech for good business that helps homeless people to train up and get back into work. In today's episode, we hear more about the mission behind Beam, what they've been up to in recent times, and Alex shares some great insights into Beam's culture and gives some candid tips for anyone applying for a role there. So with all that said, please sit back, relax, and enjoy this special Where Are They Now episode with Beam CEO, Alex Stephanie. Hi, Alex. Welcome back to the 40 Minute Mentor. How are you today? I am doing very well. How are you, James? I'm very, very good. All the best for seeing you. Thank you so much for coming back onto the pod. I think it was series two that you last joined us. So it's been a few years and lots has happened since then. And we loved that first episode. It was hugely popular. It was all about Beam and other long-term solutions for the homelessness problem. So we, since then, have become proud partners of Beam. And I've just looked on with huge pride and admiration at all the incredible milestones you've hit. So before we get into those, can you just share with our listeners who haven't heard it before uh, a little bit more about your mission and why Beam exists? Well, thanks, James. And it's really awesome to be working with you and the team. Well, our mission is to create equality of opportunity at real scale. And where we've started is supporting homeless people in the UK into stable jobs and homes. And we go about that in a really unusual way. So we partner with government and government refers people to us. We give each person a caseworker at Beam. We work out what the costs are to them progressing into a stable job or a stable home. We then crowdfund everything on the website, which is beam.org. And then we support them into a job or a home through our network of employer partners or landlords. And the service is really working. About 80% of people using Beam get into a job and they've typically been out of work five and a half years and so have all kinds of challenges as you can imagine. And the home service, which is a newer service, is proving just as effective and that's supporting people out of really often appalling accommodation that is not really fit for them and their families into stable tenancies. So that's where we are today, but you've really just scratched the surface of these social problems. 
That's incredible. Uh, uh, honestly, it's awesome to see, even in the last couple of years since we, we last had you on the podcast, just, just how much of an impact you've had. And I, and I know from our team as well, Just it's just wonderful to see tangibly you making it such a big difference by the contributions each week and, and reading the incredible messages sort of on the platform. So I'd encourage anyone that hasn't, check out Beam. And we're going to talk a bit more about it because you've been widely covered in the press. You've, you've received multiple awards for your achievements over the years. What has been your personal highlight over the last four years of running Beam? That is a difficult question, James, because there are lots. And there's one very exciting announcement that we're doing with a very large and prestigious fintech that is coming out probably next week. And so fun and exciting stuff is happening pretty much all the time. But, you know, I think that it's really the human stories that are the things that end up being most memorable, at least. And I've told in the press fairly widely the story of the first homeless hostel I went to and where I met this guy who ended up being the first person to use Beam. Uh, He'd been out of work 20 plus years. He got a job. He got reunited with his family and everything turned out brilliantly for him. What I've told the story less commonly is the person I met in the second homeless hostel I went into. And this is very, very early days. We had just a super basic website. We're working out how everything fits together. And I explained the basic idea to this guy in a homeless hostel that we're going to raise money for him to get trained and get into a job. And he comes up to me at the end and goes, this sounds interesting, but it's not for me. And I say, why not? He says, well, I'm smoking weed every day. I say, oh, how long have you been doing that? He says, I don't know, 10 years. So I say, well, look, you're right. This isn't for you, but it could be for you if you get clean. Walk out of that homeless hostel. I never expect to hear from this guy again. But then six months later, he's in touch and he's been clean about four months. And he joins Beam and he gets trained to use diggers. And he gets a job, um, a really good, you know, pretty well-paid job working in the construction industry driving diggers as a digger operator. And that was, yeah, for me, a powerful moment. It felt like this guy, who was not a young guy, he was, you know, in his mid-50s, was really on this trajectory where probably for the rest of his life, he would just stay in that hostel, stay in this negative cycle. And that would be that. But hopefully, you know, that shows that just a single conversation can actually change the direction of someone's life. And so our product in tech, we will talk a lot about products and, you know, we think of them as code and UI and stuff like that. But like our product for the people we serve is really hope. And I think that conversation shows that. Absolutely. And I think anyone listening to this that knows anybody like that in that sort of downward spiral, I think hearing that sort of story, it just goes to show that you really can change. You can change the course of people's lives by this sort of stuff. And it's, it's so powerful. We've talked about some of the, the, the real positives and the, the amazing things that have happened. We also know that scaling a business is never easy. And you've had to contend with a global pandemic relatively early on into scaling Beam. So what has been your biggest sort of learning from the pandemic? And is there anything particular that you've adopted during that time or anything that's changed within the business for the better? Sure. So I think the pandemic has kind of accelerated the way we've moved to becoming really a tech startup. So if you'd come into our office before the pandemic, we're delivering these contracts for the public sector. And that's how we generate revenue. And it's how we allow 100% of the donations to reach the the individuals using Beam. So we've always been working with government. But pre-pandemic, if you'd come into our office, James, it would have looked a bit like a GP surgery. There would have been people sitting on chairs, waiting to be seen, quite a few children, 
hanging around, playing with toys and so on. And that was fine, but that was not very scalable and also not very accessible. And then the pandemic happened and obviously locked down. And we started shipping far more technology for people to access Beam using their smartphone. And if people didn't have a smartphone, we would make sure that they had a working smartphone. And so where we've come out at the you know, post-pandemic is a really, really scalable tech platform for the actual users of the service. And the simple way to think about this is something like, you know, sort of Babylon Health for jobs and, and housing services for disadvantaged people. And in some ways, I think it might even map better to the smartphone. Because obviously, if you're seeing a doctor, you have all the diagnostic complexities of, can I look in your ear, James? Can I, you know, test your heart rate? Da, 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 da. Whereas with being people are just talking to their caseworkers. And one of the things that we are now really passionate about, and we're hiring for engineers, hiring for product managers, designers, and so on, is building products for the most disadvantaged people in our communities that are just as good as people like me will get from a Spotify or an Airbnb or a Netflix and, and so on. And the opportunity to massively raise the bar from like two out of 10 or often zero out of 10 because these services just do not exist in digital form to something really compelling is so high. And that delta, that potential to raise the bar is something that really excites us. That's, that is super exciting. Uh, and it's always nice to hear positives from the pandemic. I think, uh, you know, we, we understandably there's been a it's been a very tough time for a lot of people, but it's also been some, you know, uh, uh, this is a prime example of social mobility in action. And, uh, you know, s s I guess a, a group of people that are hopefully benefiting hugely off the back of the pandemic. Uh, so, uh, yeah, kudos to you and the team for where you've taken the business. I guess linked to that point around, you know, I guess some of the things that we're seeing in the industry are, are that tech for good companies are increasingly being the most popular choice amongst our candidates. We, we literally get calls every single day. So for anyone that's listening who loves what they're hearing and loves what Beam stands for, can you share why it's such a good time to join the company now and what makes your culture so special and unique? Well, it's a great time to join now because we have really achieved product market fit with our offering to people who are homeless in the UK. So we think it's the most effective service to support homeless people into jobs and homes. And I think we have product market fit with the government who are paying us to deliver this service. And they will pay us just a small fraction of the amount of savings we create for taxpayers by supporting people back into a place of stability and financial independence. And so we've achieved that over the last few years. And now it's really exciting because we are really, really scaling up. So we are a team of 55 people today. We've, I think, tripled in the last year or close to, and we're going to keep growing. If we can find the right, amazing, ambitious, values-driven people this year, we'll probably hit 100 people this year. And it's also a really exciting time to join because we are beginning to expand from this focus of homelessness. So one of the things we realized is that all of these social problems are intersecting. You know, we, you have refugees who are homeless. You have homeless people with mental and physical disabilities. You have obviously homeless people who've been um, in prison. And what we are doing at the moment is really expanding the offering to provide this Beam service to all of these other groups. So today, I think people think about Beam and they obviously associate us very strongly with homelessness. And we want to keep supporting homeless people and month on month support more and more people who are homeless in the UK. But also expand our offering to refugees, to prison leavers, to young people who've been involved in gangs, 
to people with disabilities and, and so on and so forth. And so that's the type of expansion we think of as demographic expansion. But another exciting reason to join us is that there is really a global potential for a service like this. And we have inbound interest from other cities who have looked at Beam, looked at the success we've had in the UK and said, well, we have problems with a particular community in wherever it is, and we would like to support them to a better place. And, and can you come help us with that? So we think there's the opportunity to build uh, not only a company that can really change the game in terms of these longstanding social issues in the UK, but really a global social impact company. That's incredible to hear. Um, very, very exciting. Uh, definitely the right time to join it, Sam. So uh, anyone listening to this, do check out the careers page at Beam. I, I really would strongly encourage you to. I guess for anyone that's going to go send in a CV and gets into the process, um, what tips do you have for anyone that's preparing for an interview with yourself or anyone else in the leadership team? What sorts of things should they think about and uh, prepare? So a couple of things, really. So I'll first say just read up on us and uh, there's plenty of stuff online. We also have a culture document called Beam Life. And that's partly about doing well in the interview, but it's also about really informing yourself about what the company would be like if you work there and you want to make sure that it's going to be a good fit for you too. And then I'd say the second piece is, you know, you can always look at a task and think, how can I actually go the extra mile to stand out as a candidate? So, for example, we interviewed someone a month or two ago and they were interviewing for a role trying to allow people to keep in their tenancies. So it's called tenancy sustainment, a sort of heavily operational role. And they turned up to their interview with a beautiful handbook that they had produced and printed out. And it was beautifully designed. The content was amazing. And inevitably, when people do that, they just give this sense of real passion and real desire to just hit the ground running. So think about, you know, is there an equivalent for you in the, in the particular role you've applied for? Amazing. Great advice as ever. Thank you, Alex. Looking ahead, what does the future hold for Beam and what does the rest of 2022 look like for you and the team? So lots of interviewing, lots of hiring. As James said, check us out on beam.org forward slash careers if you're interested in a career in a startup or a social impact company. And yeah, really focusing on making sure that we can scale while maintaining the really strong culture that we have. And our culture really comes from our values. And I think many companies will you know, pick their values and put them up on the office wall. But we really, really think about how we actually embed those into the ways that we work and have done so since a really, really early point. So we want to make sure that as we grow, we retain the amazing culture that we have. And um, a big part of that is spending really quality time together. We are going to a retreat in September, which is in this absolutely beautiful place in the English countryside and can't wait for that. We also are hybrid as well. So people working for Beam are in the office two days a week. And we find that that time together is incredibly important in giving people energy and building connections and relationships. And we have lunch together every Friday as a team. And that's uh, really, really special. And then I think thirdly, I would say it's really focusing on, on expanding and getting the Beam service to help more people. And as I mentioned, expanding not just from the UK to internationally, but also supporting other groups from prison leavers to refugees and Clearly, the tragic events in Ukraine have, have shown us that the need for services like Beam is really greater than ever. And we want to get the service to the point where if a country like Poland 
is suddenly seeing a massive influx of refugees or you know, has other challenges with a particular community in terms of how they can offer more opportunities, how they can socially and economically integrate these people, then they can go to BEAM and we can help them to do that um, more effectively than has ever historically been the case. So yeah, lots of stuff to be getting on with. And it's going to be, I think, another busy and fun year. I have no doubt, Alex, and so, so topical and such important work you're doing. You know, I'm sure I speak for everyone who listens to this podcast to say we're all rooting for you and know the huge impact that you're making and changing a lot of lives in the process. So, yeah, if anyone hasn't checked out Beam, I'd thoroughly encourage you to. And yeah, thank you so much for coming back on the 40 Minute Mentor. It's always lovely to see you and it's fantastic to see how well the business is going. Absolute pleasure. Thank you so much, James. Cheers. Thanks, Alex. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. So much brilliant advice packed into 20 minutes. I love meeting all our new 40 Minute Mentors, but there's something extra special about welcoming back old guests and hearing what they've been up to since we last spoke. And there can't be many more inspiring businesses or guests than Alex, Stephanie and Beam. JVM has been a proud partner of Beam for a few years, so we're always rooting for them. They do so much to advance social mobility and help those that most need support. So it's unsurprising they've won so many awards and are one of the most in-demand tech for good employers. If you've enjoyed this episode, make sure you go back and listen to our first chat from series two. And you can find out more about Beam at beam.org. And if you're enjoying 40 Minute Mentor, don't forget to hit subscribe and leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform. We really love hearing from you and really appreciate your support. Thanks so much again for joining me. And I'm already looking forward to next week's Where Are They Now episode, which will be released next Wednesday. Have a great week.